0: Two. two one hi we're recording we're recording at an odd time very odd i mean it's afternoon mm-hmm. on a thursday daylight and it's really not drinking hours appropriate so i was like see. should we
1: still pop a bottle <laughs> and then i was like rage it is thursday i honestly <laughs> it's thursday at 12 not even twelve thirty. like you need to calm down well just to
0: make you feel more like better about that. I was like, you know, I carry a pen with me everywhere, so okay. I was like, I could take a hit. You thought about <laughs> it too. About, okay, so we're that's I why ha- we're friends. <laughs> yes, but I do have to teach her private. Brandy won't mind. She listens to this, so if I was high Brandy. teaching,
1: she'd be like, "Uh, what's happening?" She's like, "You know what? That's fine. I'm here for it." <laughs> yeah. Um, No, that's so funny. But yeah, I did. I, I was like, "Should we?" No, 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 no. I like talk to myself. I'm like, I gotta like lot to do today
0: yeah you have two kids to keep alive yeah like
1: what am i thinking uh,
0: <laughs> and full disclosure we're like recording a shit ton of episodes and by shit ton we mean like maybe four or five in bulk right mm-hmm. and because we're preparing not to see each other for a very long time
1: I'm in which denial gives me about a little it. bit of agita <laughs> yeah.
0: which is italian anxiety and i'm uh, anxious
1: about it too yeah
0: but it's okay it's fine so we're doing it and we gotta i just have to say more than sweat is a fucking movement. Mm-hmm. All right. Because can we talk about Ashton and Amila? I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. Because it is popping off. And for the record, we were the fucking first people. pilgrims we were- of, <laughs> of this thing. We were the pilgrims. <laughs> okay.
1: Like Um, yeah, we can talk about it. And that is who my I know you have a real creep. They're my yeah. creeps of the week.
0: Yeah. Because they just fucking dug themselves our legitimate hole. What and- threw themselves in it
1: what are you doing yeah your apology but if you haven't watched it pause this yeah just pause
0: go I wonder if it's still on their insta I'm gonna look while you tell the story so pause okay
1: it's literally the most awkward like watching two people speak it came off so arrogant and not sincere it was very much like we understand that what we and like Mila Kuna is like I always liked her She was the creepier one, in my opinion. Yes. They weren't
0: even, like, looking at each other. They were so so sad. it was so weird. It was so weird. Wearing these sad t-shirts. It's like... Did you brush your
1: hair today?
0: Did they they even do laundry? Yeah. Ashton looks like he just rolled out of bed.
1: It's... You know their publicist was like, y'all gotta do this. Well, yeah, because everybody was fucking angry at them, (sighs) rightfully so. I mean, I will say it was very not sincere. It was very excuse-making. It was not... It was, like, trying to, like, explain that they're, like... They get it. They're involved in Hollywood and they know what happened. Anyway, they're, in my opinion, creeps because they're still not saying that what he did was absolutely inappropriate and wrong. Right. Um, and that he's a rapist. Yeah. So it's guys, like, oh, he's
0: a great father. Yes. Great fathers can be rapists.
1: Yeah. Like we're not <laughs> taking away his great fatherhood card. Right, right. We're just saying he needs to go to jail because he's a rapist. Yeah. So not sure where like any other piece you don't get to have, Oh, you're a good person. So that like weighs more against your being a rapist. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. People you're, you're still a shit bag.
0: I agree. So I think that's the problem is like, we live in this all or nothing society and like two people just have a hard time thinking like two things can be true at the same time. Right. He can be a great friend. He could be a decent actor. He could be yeah. a good husband and a father. And 20 years ago he raped two women. So yeah. those things can coexist and he mm. should go to jail for and it. He,
1: and he has to, we have to go through the process of that now. Right. You know what I mean? We cannot just disregard that piece of his life. Right. So we have to take it into account um, and it's very important that even the people who are his friends acknowledge that that was not okay. And you don't like try to stand by them at that point of their life. Stand by him when he's a good dad. Yeah. Be like, you're a good dad today. I like, mean, help
0: the wife with the kids while he's in jail. Right. Like, exactly. Support your
1: friend in that way. Bring yeah, him tra- fucking lasagna to jail. I and, don't know. and like get his kids some therapy because yeah. they're going to have to like <laughs> work yeah. through that. You Seriously. know, I don't know what to tell you, but like this, that apology was so bad.
0: Yeah. The side creep, well, actually, this could be my full-on creep, is um, Scientology. Mm -hmm. Because they were partly responsible, and that wasn't the creep that I had in mind today, but they're the reason, supposedly, the victims are also part of the church, as is Masterson. Mm -hmm. So when this all started coming to light, Church of Scientology allegedly bribed these women and paid them off to be silent, Mm. which is why it took 20 years to do it. So that religion is so fucked up for so many ways, which... That there's could a be, lot we of, could really oh my God.
1: dive in there. Like
0: talk about great like insane. Yes. I think we touched base on Leah Remini when she mm-hmm. came out of Scientology. Yeah. She did a whole docu-series about it. It is wild. wild. So, definitely side creep associated Scientology. Scientology. And
1: there's a Scientology building over here. Yeah, and I was listening once to two people who as it Is like, it still there in the grove? It, it's like right on, US here on right? US1, right? Yes. Two girls that I was, I don't remember, whatever. They went in together, sort of as like a joke, being like, let me, I want to try to do some research on this. Because okay. like, I'm sure reporters have tried to go in. Yeah. It was like reporters or something. Two girls go in, they're trying to get some stuff. Immediately, the members split them apart. It oh. was like, no phones, no connection, no communication. And it got real weird, real quick. Very forceful, very like, asking a lot of, questions and stuff and they ended up were like okay we'll think about it but like they were even like you can't come back like you have to join like it's something where it's so protected and so like lined up that I don't really remember this story perfectly but they were like both very affected by what happened just the tour traumatized them just the intro so Scientology
0: yeah I mean they've been known to pay people off And this was one of the examples. So if you're wondering as to why, like, it took 20 years, this is why. Because money will do certain things to certain people at certain times in their life where they may need it. And then they realize, like, no, that was a really fucked up situation. I shouldn't have been raped. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was really funny because that was, like, Ashton and Mila, I told you before, like, they're decent actors, but that video was... The production value was trash. Like, the script was atrocious. It's almost
1: like they're... It, to me, it felt like they they were forced to, to do say it. Yes, they really didn't feel aligned with it. Yes, they were like, "I don't want to do this." Situation, yeah. Like their publicist <laughs> was like, "You guys have to do this." They were like, "Okay." And then they wore the slumpiest clothes. Yeah, they didn't brush their teeth. Yeah, they didn't think about what they wanted to say. And they, they didn't even just, like
0: look in the camera. They were just so. If you're just doing sad. it for
1: public, like to have your publicist just look in the camera and be like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah, that's it. Boom. Done. Yeah. Goodbye. Like, you shouldn't have done
0: it. Well, what's funny being is, like, called
1: out about how horrible it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <sighs> so. Well, they definitely didn't think it was going to be public. But shame on them. They should know how the judicial system works. Everything also, is, nef- is really public. Also, shame on them like
1: you're famous people. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Agreed. Agreed. I don't Wild. It's just whatever. So, yeah. Anyway, creeps. Okay. So Creep on creep.
0: I also have another creep. But maybe I'll save it for another episode because it's a legit, it's a murderer.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Okay, save it. Okay, save it. Save okay, it.
0: I'll save it. Um. All right. So this is, oh, should we go to TJ's? Because I just tried your lentils. Yeah. And they are <coughs> chef's kiss. So Deloitte. I'm going to go
1: repeat offender on, on the lentil because okay. I know we've talked about them. But yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to tell you how to do it. <laughs> in these lentils I don't I don't like zucchini even Maria was like you don't like zucchini right yeah I feel like you
0: say that and then yet you eat it a lot
1: well I buy it for the kids to put in stuff and then I end up like hiding it in foods because I don't like the way it tastes but by itself but honestly if you like I like that
0: you hide it from yourself yeah you're the cook yeah yeah
1: I I and I hide it from my kids and me we both are hidden (laughs) but um <clears throat> I Anyway, I, put, I diced up half of a zucchini, like really small, and I threw it in with my lentils. In that pack, everybody listen, when you go buy the lentils from Trader Joe's, it comes in like a sealed pack. Throw it in a pan. It needs water, like a fourth cup of water. Don't measure it out. Just put some water in there. Olive oil, mm-hmm. salt, pepper, garlic, onion powder. I use fresh garlic. And then um, like start mincing it up, put the zucchini in there, and then let it low simmer for... 15 minutes maybe 20 and you do not taste the zucchini no it's a really
0: good like little chunky stew almost and
1: then i put the trader joe's and i think i've talked about this the salmon on top of it the three sliced salmon yeah it was a
0: very well balanced lunch
1: yeah i ate a very it's because i bought it for dinner this week and then never made it no we ordered out so i was like
0: i gotta make this and then you see the sell by date and you're like i need I to make like, this damn thing. it yeah.
1: I, I don't want to waste it and i you know. i love salmon so by
0: this time of the week there is nothing in my fridge it is the know. saddest it's same there's like a bottle of champagne
1: yeah <laughs> some so mustard yeah and then, like a leftover tin so foil. bones my husband's like yeah. i have nothing to eat i'm like oh
0: so sorry for you. Um, Post me. I don't have anything from Trader Joe's because I haven't gone this week. However, when, we did run into yeah, each other. Yeah, we did run into each other and it got me so excited. There is fall exploded at Trader Joe's. It is a so fall. So the next time we meet up to record, we said we're going to do a live taste test because the shit that was in those aisles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything's orange. Mm-hmm. So everything's like pumpkin or squash really <laughs> like of origin mm-hmm. and fall like. Tortilla shaped, tortilla chips shaped as leaves, yep. which I was like, whoa. <laughs> and a salsa that's an autumn salsa.
1: There's bisques. There's mean, yes. Salsa, <laughs> there's chips. There's noodles. There's pastries. I mean, we really got it. We got to buy a lot. Yeah. We really should have. We Genover. should do like, My mom will be here, too, so we can get food. We should do an autumn feast. Like a little buffet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like pre,
0: like what the pilgrims would have eaten <laughs> if Trader Joe's <laughs> was here
1: the pilgrims <laughs> were definitely shaping their food into leaves for sure you for know sure yes so, and pumpkins yeah um okay no but oh l- i will say this too what? shout out we ate your sauce twice this week Ooh, good 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 i ate it with tortellini that okay, i bought yes. and i also made spaghetti with meatballs Ooh, with your sauce it was delish so good good i'm so, so glad Thank you so much
0: i told zach that you know i made him a, a jar and it had the i put z on it so that my husband wouldn't eat it. because He's am like, who the fuck I, is he? I know, I made the pot. He Jaime walked out of his office one day. And he's like, ooh. And he got so excited, visibly oh, excited. He's like, this is the best day. I was like, why? He's like, because you're making your sauce. It's like the only thing I really do cook well. And um, even he's though like, I like Pasta. to cook. He, his brain went But then through. his first thought was like, are you sharing this with anybody? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I promise Zach that I'll give him some. And then he was like, oh. I was like, don't worry, though. You'll get... Majority you know, of what's in this pot, and he, and we no, he finished it, but he will put it on anything. He mm. uses it like a condiment. You
1: you honestly, it can, is very good because yes. it's a thick tomato. Yes. But when I tell you, you it put it that on on bread, bruschetta, everything. Mm.
0: Slow cook that shit. It's like a twelve hour sauce. I just yeah. leave it on low. And then I just move around my There's house. a little
1: bit left in there. I might throw it on some bread.
0: It would probably go good with your lentils.
1: I'll bring it. You know what I'm going to do? I might bring it with me tomorrow to Fort Lauderdale. and do, oh, it'll, oh, it'll go good with my lentils. <laughs> I should have put it on my salmon. Salmon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. With some capers. Anyway, oh, okay. we're going down a road. Sidetrack. Anyway, Maria makes a good sauce. So if you're coming on the retreat. Oh, yeah, baby. That's going to be night long. It's gonna be night. I'm
0: getting so fucking excited for Dude. that retreat like very excited every person I email or I like know. talk
1: to I'm like oh, getting exclamation excited.
0: points exclamation points also
1: like, update I got B wise we're good everybody's nice in. nice nice okay so if we're you guys organizing are, our tastings if you're wondering what we're doing just know that this retreat is gonna be so much fun and it's gonna be amazing and you should come on the next one yes yeah.
0: which is being sort of planned yeah we're there's like, thoughts we're thinking yeah 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 we've got some messages out to mm-hmm. some people um okay so catch you up on my mental health I was having I had an epiphany mm-hmm. because I was feeling really good this week and I was feeling really good because my classes were full yeah <laughs> and my class is mainly at Mimi Yoga which is like my one of my favorite studios I, I can't pick a favorite you know it's not nice but I feel like most at home there currently. Mm-hmm. And so like last week and a couple weeks before, obviously it was the end of summer. We had some holiday Labor Day. People were still like transitioning in and out of school schedules, all yeah. of that. The studio was slow and not just for me, for everybody, but you yeah. know as and you know as an instructor, you take it personally regardless why aren't people showing up to my class? Last week was slow as well, like classes that I would usually fill up. And then this week Full, weightless people come, you know, mm-hmm. and it gave me so much energy. And then when I walked out of the space, as good as I felt, I was like, fuck, why does this mean so much to me? Like, why am I placing so much and not even importance, but maybe value or letting it determine my mood, which is terrible. Like mm-hmm. this external validation that I didn't even realize I was relying on I guess for like yeah to dictate how I feel and when I feel it and so I was like you know what let me ask Rachel and this was like a real thought I had not even just for the pod but might as well just discuss it here like you've been in this business for 10 years you've definitely I have to imagine have gone up and down and you've changed markets which Mm -hmm. I know is challenging because you're becoming like you're leaving something that you left like full classes a solid like reputation and you're Mm -hmm. essentially rebuilding yourself when you come to a new city same way as i would like when i go to new studios everybody's still getting to know you and i could like i don't take offense in those moments because i know that that's natural transition but like i was just kind of disappointed in myself i'm like god maria you're gonna turn 40 in october like you never care about what people think why
1: why does this matter so much I mean, I, so I have a couple of thoughts on this. A, I think no matter if you say you're going to check it at the door, like I have a good class, I have a bad class, I have an a class, it is what it is. Like some, all classes can't be phenomenal. You have to like try to let go of it, but we're, we're passing energy in the room. So if I have a really bad class, it's really hard for me to let go of it. If I have a really good class, it's like, whoo, I am high from that because the energy is being passed and like we're we are made up of energy. So I think that's one thing to take into account. I have had to start over in Miami and people did not like me when I first got here at all. I was teaching to very small classes coming from waitlist. Soul Cycle was a different beast back then in New York. Sell out at noon. I used to watch my classes waitlist at noon. Super Souls would be the first two rows. I mean, I was killing it and I started at the bottom and then like built it and then left that and then started at the bottom and then like had to rebuild and with COVID, seasonality, all of these things in Miami, you know, the summertime like kills us. Um I still just talked to five people the other day. Yeah. And that is something where you have to go. I have to really sit down and like, oh, I'm not used to this. This is very light for me. Um and the biggest piece of advice that I could give any teacher who is teaching and, and it, it is number based like we do look at the numbers especially at Soul now it matters Yeah. if you get promoted if you get more money Totally my pay scale is based on how many people, how many people I bring come. in yeah, yeah yeah and your reputation as a yoga instructor as a soul cycle instructor so it's a little different cuz obviously I do the class with them but you you can also like get down a little bit I know you're coaching I use the small classes to be like guys it's like a private with right. me. Right this is a private with me, not in a cocky way. Like this is a private with a soul cycle instructor. I'm going to break everything down even more than I normally would do in a big class. So next time you come, you don't have to be like, "Oh, where am I? What am I doing?" This is a specialty. Those five people will always remember you and always come back to you because of that. And then they're going to come to a really busy class and they're going to be like, "Holy shit, this is wild energy." Yeah. So I try, try to like get off my bike and ride next to people or like Go to them and adjust more and talk about even if it's a light room being like talking to them like, y'all, like, are we good? Yeah, yeah. Where are we? What are we feeling? Is this too tight? Try to make it a little bit more broken down. And then this is what I tell the people I oversee. Those people will forever be your people because you gave them this like. Right. It's an opportunity to
0: connect with a student that you normally wouldn't get. And I do use like my smaller classes to play around way Mm -hmm. more on the mat or like getting upside down because we have all this room that we traditionally wouldn't have if the class was full. It's just, and the larger issue too is to take it outside of like an instructor or just a teaching environment. It's you're getting validation from external sources, right? They're just not reliable. Yeah. And it is like a question of i Am a relatively strong person. I have a lot of confidence. My self esteem is solid. But lately, maybe in moments where I feel down, right? And I then really you have like
1: classes, it might be
0: it like highlights or yeah, amplifies the feeling of whatever mood I'm in. And because I wasn't in a great headspace the last few yes. weeks, having smaller classes really did had a bigger effect on me
1: well you have to remember when you're as a student in a bad place mentally it feels good to move your body and go to a yoga class or a spain class or a boot camp yeah it's your therapy so when you're in a bad place and then you have a weird class then it's just gonna be like you know here's the other thing being aware of it i think is important like you're at least like some people are not aware of it In the fitness industry, many people don't look at it this way, but it is a performance and it is a show to an extent. Totally. And there's a piece of that that is very exhausting for your soul and your energy and your spirit. And if your spirit and your soul and your energy aren't- Are
0: already deflated, then you're like pulling from an empty source. Exactly. If your cup
1: is already like, you're not there. Now, it can work the other way. Your cup could be empty and you go in and you teach a class and you're like, wow yeah I walked out and I feel full yeah right that gave me a little bit more light than when I walked in I'm still not like myself but I feel a little bit better that's why I think it's like shit why should I let that affect me so much yeah but again you know I mean as a teacher you have to give so much of yourself and if you're not already there and then nothing is being given back yeah you're just like empty 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 empty, empty. empty. yeah
0: it was just like a weird realization and I know like I'm sure we all battle with it social media, right? Like if you're fixated on likes, if you, if you know, if that's determining not your mood, but like how you view the picture that you posted Mm -hmm. and you're like, fuck, it didn't get the response that I wanted. Or your boss isn't giving you a high five every five seconds and telling you what a good job you did. Like, can you, can you pull from the inside? Like, Can you be your own well in that situation to remind yourself? And I've had, I think, just had to have these like self-talks with myself recently, which is like, you're a good teacher. Like, exactly. you also teach at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, like the fact or 1230 on a Wednesday. The fact that I could get that class waitlisted is very impressive to me but it's also 1230 on a Wednesday. So like the people that come one week may not be available to come the next week. Like it's fucking middle of the day. So I, actually
1: this is what I tell people all the time. First of all, in the 10 years of teaching, there's so much of my journey that people have not seen. They're like, Oh, she's a master. Oh, it's so easy for her. That's 10 years of work to get to where I am. 10 years of like being told my class sucks, being told I'm too much, being told I'm too loud. I, yeah, like it. They don't like my music. It's, 10 years of all that shit. Also, when I moved to Miami, and I'll never forget this, I remember it to this day. Do you remember when the wedge tennis shoes were in? Yes. Okay, so I had a pair. (laughs) And I remember I would come home every day and I felt so defeated because nobody was coming to my class. I was getting bad reviews. Like People were like, you know, she's too much, she's this, she's too hard. And I used to literally look at myself in the mirror and I would get dressed up. And, like, I would, I didn't just throw some shit on. Like, I would put on a cute pair of tights. Like, I would genuinely put effort into the way that I looked. I put lipstick on, a little yeah. eyeliner. I put those wedges on, <laughs> and I went into the mirror and I was like, You teach a good fucking class. Don't you dumb that shit down for anybody. Right. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what you're doing. And that, I literally was saying that out loud to myself in the mirror with like tears running down my face. I'm like, You can do this. And sure enough, like, Even if I was doubting myself in that moment, I still every day that I just kept and I used to hustle, man, like I would go pass out free passes. Not that that's what I'm telling you to do because your class does great. Yeah. But I'm saying like.
0: I'm not going to do that.
1: There's still a (laughs) there's still a thing where. It's not you that you're giving these people. You're still giving them a class. Yeah. yeah. It's part Maria and it's part teacher. Yeah. That's why I feel like the judgment is so hard. It's like, if I'm like, this is me and you don't like me, you're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Bye. But this is a product that you've created and now you're, you're giving to people. And that's when the validation part kicks in because I don't like, it's not, we've talked about social media it's vulnerable vulnerable but you also don't have to post on social media right you have to teach yeah yeah so if that product if somebody's like making you feel like you're doubting this product that you put blood sweat and tears into yeah it does hit you like oh that kind of hurts my feelings like totally even I know it's not my class isn't for everybody yeah but every time someone's like I didn't like it I'm like
0: fuck yeah yeah it hurts a little I mean I even said to like Mimi and the manager one day I was like fuck are people over me and Tati the manager was like no they're not over you they're just on fucking vacation Mm -hmm. it's Labor Day weekend I'm like okay fine you know and then
1: yeah mine is always I'm a husband I'm like ah no one likes me I'm a husband and everyone's like no you're not like yeah I am I'm not cool anymore I have two kids I'm not young like And like it has been, and and then sure enough, the next week it's like popping off. Right. Right. And it's just so like,
0: I'm just not disappointed with myself, but it's just a funny, like I do have to, I have to loosen the grip on that. I have to, and I think part of it was like full transparency. I got a good raise at the studio. And so now I know like a little bit more of what like I'm making and then I'm like, fuck, did I jinx myself? Cause I'm like semi superstitious right. about weird shit. And I'm like, did I just get a raise? And now I'm not going to be able to fill the room like I used to, you know? And so I was yeah. just like in my, like, that was all the background well, noise the other, going on. Yeah,
1: that, and listen, when I was promoted to master and even now the, the numbers they give us that they want us to do as a master are basically like, I need to s- fill my room up every day. Yeah. And there are going to be days that doesn't happen. Yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, well, well what if I'm not performing the way this, the company wants me to perform and I'm not pulling the money and they're paying me the most that they can pay anybody at the company at this level. Like I maxed out. Yeah. There's no, I can't make any more, but they could definitely pull back. Right. right. I don't right. know. What if I'm I not? can
0: make less or yeah. I could get cut from the schedule and or, that yeah.
1: gets to your head a lot. And then totally. they compare everyone else's numbers to my number. So it's like, and then everyone has to compare numbers and then I'm like, well, what if somebody starts surpassing my ass and they're a newer instructor? Yeah. yeah. You know, so these, all these things, because it messes with, you also, your finances and shit. Yeah. And like, that's another piece of it too where you're like, oh man, you know. Now and that- money
0: was never the motivation. No. And so I n- never really wanted it to be the point behind any of this. So it, it sucks that it's sort of creeping in a little bit because I don't want that to be the focus. I don't think that is a healthy focus. And I don't think that energy actually makes more money. I think if you have the mentality where like you just trust that if you continue to show up and continue to give the class, teach the class, have the energy that you have, play the Odessa nonstop all day, every Mm day mm -hmm. um, that people will keep coming and the money will follow. Like one.
1: hundred yeah. percent, my dad told me, and I'll never forget I was crying on the phone with him once about hating my job, and he said, Do what you love, the money will come. yeah, And the truth is is that if you're money focused, like it's only gonna it's only gonna lead you into a certain place in certain jobs in our kind of field. If you're money focused, you're not going to get there, yeah, because I hate to break it to you too, like, it's really tough to make money in the fitness industry right. and to make good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not hard. I mean, yeah. it's not easy. It's hard. No, totally. So to be in a place where you feel financially free, it takes a lot of hard work, but I don't think you can focus on it. I think you just, yeah, you just have to show up yourself, teach a really good class, invest in your work. like. And I said this the other day, I said, when I look back on myself, I'm going to look back and be like, she worked her ass off. Yeah. And that that's the truth.
0: Yeah. I always, listen, I always said when... If you give a hundred percent of what you have, the just forget about the results. Just keep putting in the work. I did this when I studied for the bar exam. Like it was eight weeks of nonstop fucking, like driving in the car, listening to CDs, like falling asleep to fucking somebody reading me torts. Like I digested information in every single way that I could, and I just trusted that it's gonna come together. That it will come together. And mm-hmm. the day of the test, I will be able to synthesize it and repeat it. And I and I was, and I felt super confident even the week before the exam I was like I have I've done all the studying I can't fit any more information in my brain that's the way like you have to approach if you want to be successful mm-hmm. everything in your life yeah. is how I believe it but like you can't leave a crumb on the table and like you gotta do it all your
1: instincts a little bit just yeah. trust your instincts they we oftentimes silence them, and I remember, like after I had Charlie, I felt like my motherhood instincts completely went out the door. And I always felt like I always had that instinct a little bit ingrained yeah. in me. And I'm like, what the hell? What am I doing? I'm not, I'm trusting books and this and fear and blah, blah blah. I'm not going back and like listening to my heart and what I know is in me. Yeah. I've I've done the work. I now have a kid. I need to trust. Yeah. A little bit more, and that's I think is similar you know trust that the tools that you've prepped yourself with will help you get to where you need to be and manifest that shit like and it and also you know and i'll say this to you but it it does if you are in a fitness class and you really like the class it means a lot to tell the instructor like just go tell them hey that was great thank you so much yeah
0: or actually write a review yeah write a review some of the reviews written about me no honestly like people all the time at the studio like you have such great reviews i was like i have no idea i have no idea what i don't look at that i really don't look at it because i look at like who's coming to class who's showing up i just
1: need to i don't look at the reviews either i need to forget i don't look at who's showing up in my class because i want to teach a class that's that is for everybody so i don't oftentimes instructors are like oh well i saw so-and-so's writing it's like I don't need to see that so-and-so's writing, so I need to make it hard right, or right, easy right. or yeah. play this kind of music. I'm gonna just do what I do. Yeah. And trust the yeah. process.
0: I think it's just a good little um reality check for me. Like as I was like starting therapy and like not feeling my best and then feeling and having such like a one eighty this week, I was like, Oh, what was the what was the difference last week to this week? And this week it was like I just felt like the energy in my room, the people that came, it was a fuller space and I shouldn't let that be the determination of how I feel. And so I think like, it's a good discussion and just like, I think we're all susceptible to it. So it's just more about being aware. Like, yeah, where are you getting your validation? What's making you feel good? Obviously you want to be around people that like bring you joy and bring out the positive Mm -hmm. side of you and then stay away from the, the things that don't do that. But like also you have to, I mean, it's so fucking corny, but like, you have to be your own sort of like, you have to be your own hype person all the fucking yeah, time. And, yeah, and
1: and and I've seen it go, the, not not at all with you, but I've seen it go the complete opposite way too with people's egos. Like yeah. they think they're hot shit because they sell out classes, but I'm like, you're a shitty person outside of that. Right, right, right. So like, don't, also like- don't think you're just because you sell out like a fitness class. Like, and I always tell people all the time, I think what I do is amazing, but I teach a spin class. Yeah. I'm not a heart surgeon. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm not gonna walk around like I'm literally saving lives, right? 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 You know, and I'm not gonna have an ego that I'm on performing at the VMAs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I teach a spin class. Do I think it, what I do is hard and amazing and phenomenal? Absolutely. Yes, and it has value. Yes, but ego wise, I'm a regular gal. Yeah, you yeah. You know, so I think it goes both ways too. Of, you know, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. It's like when you go to a, a, a club and when the club is empty, it can still be fun. You could still dance. Oh my God. Those are some of our best nights, right? Yeah, when but we then, start the dance party. Exactly. <laughs> so like those light club nights can still be super fun. Yes. But when you go into a club and it's just automatically full, it's fun because the energy is already just there. So it's yes. easier to teach to a full room. It's yes. easier to like, if you're on an it. It is club. No,
0: you're right. Like the learning, like that's it, right? Shifting the perspective, like this small room listen I started teaching to one and two Mm -hmm. people right like that's that's my wheelhouse I should know how to do that it's funny how like you know and I Jaime says this to me all the time because he'll be like how many people you have in class today and i will be like six he's like "Ooh, girl get it you know and then like next week it's 12 he's like oh my god and then one week I'm like ah only six he's like Maria remember when you were like so pumped that you had six people in your class and Mm -hmm. like now I'm like oh I had 36 people in a 30 room class like Amazing, but if it was just thirty, I'd be like, just thirty, you know. And mm-hmm. it is like such, yeah. You gotta have, yeah, a perspective, a shift. a shift.
1: Yeah, and and again, you're a great teacher. You know what you do. You know what you do well. So just keep trusting that yeah, instinct. Obviously, that. like your trajectory's gone up. Yeah. Unfortunately, again, as fitness people, it's gonna go down and up and down and up with yes. seasons. And I need to just get used to riding the wave. And also too, like sometimes people like, and I was telling you this before. Sometimes people are like, I I need a I need to reel in my spending. I need to reel in in extracurriculars or I need to try another fitness routine yeah. or whatever. And then- no, listen, fitness isn't
0: cheap. And even like our friend Cassie, she was like, you know, I went to the doctor and the do- or I shouldn't. whatever. She was like, I'm very stressed out mm-hmm. and I should do exercise that doesn't enhance my stress. Yeah. So she's like, unfortunately, I can't do cycling that much. Yeah. I could only do it like once a week maybe. And now she's coming to more yoga because yeah. that's supposed to be less stressful yeah right like
1: yeah people and, and that's find the thing different is like things it, sometimes I see people who are writing every day I see them all the time I'm like this is it and then they drop and disappear and I'm like fuck was it me yeah did I do something but really it's just like they just want to switch it up right it's nothing personal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just, usually
0: don't take things personally. But. but it's
1: still you're like, oh, you don't like me anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, that's how automatically where the head goes. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's
0: the first instinct, and then you got to talk to We yourself are out like of it. showing
1: our naked bodies <laughs> to these people. That's why. So I, you know, that's why I said like, if you listen, if you don't like the class, don't say anything. But if you yeah. like the class, I say you know, yeah, review it. I don't read my reviews either. Apparently there are a ton of them because we just started using ClassPass. Yeah, apparently and people love writing reviews on oh, ClassPass. Oh, and yeah. apparently there are some reviews yes, on there. Yeah. There's good, some good, some bad, and some real strange. But thank you for reviewing me. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's okay. it. I mean, I don't know. That wasn't really helpful, but. No, need- I
0: just needed to like, yeah, I just wanted to like bring that up. I just thought it was worthwhile. And just something that I'm going to keep not even in the back of my head, at the front of it, as I start like really this therapy thing to see like, I think like almost how you track your period and your days and mm-hmm. all that shit. Like I want to start maybe being more mindful of tracking and conscious of my moods. Where you're and is. And where I'm like... Dipping a little? Yeah, and like what, a, what externally has changed to make
1: me feel good or bad. Mm-hmm. I would... First, track your, I know you have an IUD, but track your cycle Yeah, because you probably still get like a luteal phase, an ovulation phase. Like this week, my luteal phase made me so ridiculously hungry. That's a side effect of that, by the way, Mm -hmm. like absurdly hungry. And it's like right on track. And then the next one's going to be my cycle. Yeah. So then I'm like trying to follow it because I have mood swings that are really intense and heavy anxiety. And I'm realizing that they are... Around specific points of my cycle. Yes. So there's things that I can come back.
0: I know. I think my cycle is going to, I think it's going to come next week. So, Basically, depression will hit again.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that makes sense because right before you ovulated, you had an uptick of, of hormones, which mm-hmm. could have given you some whatever. And then this is your luteal phase that you yeah. were just in, giving you the happiest place. Then you go back into depression mode.
0: Well, we're going to bring Jenny back on to yeah. talk about this. You guys
1: will hear it from Jenny soon, and she's going to give us. She doesn't know a- this. No, <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> just, we're making her come back on. <laughs> but she's coming back on because everybody loves her with that yes. episode. They're like, I mean, Jen who doesn't we loved love Jenny, we love your episode. she probably doesn't even listen to this no trash okay I love you love you too thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening bye